0: Love Talk Radio.
1: small business podcast broadcasting globally to help small business owners around the world, you know, with some information and to introduce some cool concepts and uh, new ideas. And that's what we got on the show today. We got a really cool uh, online application tool that any business can use to help, uh, you know, help with the, you know collaboration, get those thoughts out of our heads and put into uh, into paper or onto a, at least onto a screen and, uh, you know, work together uh, with our teams. We're going to be joined by uh, Michael here from MyMeister um, here very soon. I think you, I got him on the line here right now. And just to introduce you to the show, our show here is on week, held weekly here on Blog Talk Radio. And um, feel free to join us, download us on iTunes, or uh, listen to whenever you can. And I think we have Michael on the line now. Michael, uh, good morning or good afternoon to you. How are you, sir?
0: Hey, good morning, Stuart. I'm very well, thank you. Uh, it's great. And, to talk and
1: to you're in, here. yeah, you're in Vienna. Is that correct?
0: That's right. Yes.
1: Well, great. So we have uh, to yeah, truly, yeah. We, we truly have gone global here on uh, on our show. The, uh, this, uh, the well, this morning here, beautiful nine o'clock in the morning here in Western Canada, and, and afternoon wherever you are. So Michael, tell us a little about MindMeister because I think you know we stumbled upon that application oh a few uh, must be a few months ago, and we use it quite <laughs> a bit in our company Ulystic, which is an online marketing company here in uh, Western Canada. But uh, for the folks that are not aware of MyMeister, uh, tell us about a little bit about the product, and uh, or maybe we'll just start with you first. Uh, tell us a little bit about yourself.
0: All right. Okay. Um, well, my name is Michael Hollauf. I'm uh, I'm Austrian. I live in Austria. I actually lived uh, in a couple of other countries before. Uh, in the UK, it didn't really help my English, so I apologize in advance for the the Arnie type of accent that you're going to be hearing now. Um, yeah. Well. I um, am one of the founders, one of the two founders of MindMeister. Um, The other one is my colleague Till, who is in Munich. We're actually kind of a distributed company. We have three locations. Um, And, uh, yeah, we started MindMeister about four years ago. um, uh, Well, really coming out of the idea that we were both mind mappers. Um, I hope people, you know, listen to the show might know what mind mapping is. Um, It's a, well, it's a, Structuring concept, uh, visualization concept. That you know, people call it spider diagrams. I'm sure you've seen them. You've got a central topic in the middle. You've got your other topics coming out on the sides. Well, um, both Till and I actually used that a lot in you know client meetings in our previous jobs and structuring and on. And we, I mean, I say we used them a lot. We actually used them a little bit when we could get hold of software licenses for for mind mapping products and they were really expensive they were only sort of um installable software products one for mind manager uh, so we didn't really use it all the time we only used it when we could when we had someone paying a license for us so we thought i mean this would be really cool to to be able to do collaboratively like with others because it's you know it's a brainstorming um, technique so what if not that makes sense to do uh, collaboratively and it would be cool if it you could do it you know without installing software without you know, having having your um, your your extensive software always there, and having to install it when you want to view a mind map that someone sends you. And it was really about the time when Google Docs started to sort of come into its own, like with the online word uh, document creation, rightly I think it was called back then. So we thought, you know, there's no mind map yet, so pretty simple idea. Um, thought, okay, we'll start something like that. And well. When we launched the first beta, it really got a lot of attention very quickly. We had our first 1,000 users within two days. We had 10,000 after a week, and it really seemed to, you know, seemed to fill a a void, a, a need there. So, well, we've tried to expand it ever since. We've got, I think, about 600 650,000 registered users right now. Um, we've launched additional apps for iPhone, iPad, actually, which uh, has just come out, and the next version um, is due to come out in the next couple of days. Yeah, and we try and, you know, develop the product, integrate it into other suites like Google Docs, like, um, you know, Wave, all those things where where people want to do brainstorming. And so far, it's, it's gone really well. And I hope, I mean, you've used it. I hope it, it, it gives some benefit, you know.
1: Oh, absolutely, Michael. Absolutely. It's a critical piece of our uh, our day here, my partner and I. Similar to uh similar to what the way you guys work, we do have uh, you know, we're both in the same city, however we don't always get a chance to meet face to face. So this the Mindmeister product really allows us to uh, collaborate and share our thoughts. And for those people yeah. that are listening, uh, Mindmeister is M I N D M E I F T E R dot com. Check it out as we're as we're chatting here. It's uh it's a great little uh, application. It's web-based. It's 100- Michael, it's 100% web-based, or is there, can, you work yeah, yeah, at, a, can you work offline?
0: It's 100% web-based. There's no no Flash, no Java, um, nothing like that. I mean, it's fortunately, nowadays, you can really do a lot in, in those browsers, at least in the, the good ones. Um, and, I mean, when we started out, there were still a few shortcomings, so we we're really trying to catch up with the technology. You know, HTML5 nowadays allows you to do so many things now really in the browser, you're gonna be coming out with a drag and drop feature in two weeks or something like that, where you can really drag and drop documents uh right from your uh computer, from your hard disk into the browser, you know, uh multiple documents at once, drag and drop images in there and they'll just show up in the map, which is really quite you know, quite nice. And, right. and it's only HTML5 that allows you All right. to do that.
1: In, look in at- top- support it.
0: Yeah. Like not in oh. not in Internet Explorer, I'm afraid.
1: <laughs> yeah, cool. So, I mean, that's, that's 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 you know that drag and drop functionality is going to be uh, one of those, uh, I think, uh, well, necessary uh, uh, technologies that'll help, uh, especially uh, people share documents and stuff as well. Michael, you know, one of the questions I have though is, you know, not not everybody is 100% connected to the internet. So, like for days that we're we're stuck on a plane, some are tra- uh, traveling between meetings and meetings. Can we use MindMaster in an offline mode uh, as well?
0: yes you can i mean there's the, the yes to that question has to be a bit of a you know um can't, can't be a hundred percent yes because you used to be able to with um the google gears offline functionality i'm not sure if you've heard it um we we supported that right from the beginning so you could go offline take all your mind that's offline work in plain, and just sync them back in or they would be automatically synchronized back in when you came back online unfortunately Google has pulled um, the blog on, on, on Google Gears a couple of months back, mainly because HTML5 will uh, provide uh, offline functionalities. So, okay. but we we still support Google Gears for MindMeister as good as we can, um, and we're we've already almost completed the first version of an HTML5 offline mode for MindMeister. So. This, again, it'll, it'll probably take a month or so to launch, and it will support, I think, Safari, Chrome, and Opera initially. But then you will be able to, to do the same thing, I think even better, actually, um, go offline with, uh, without having to install any add-ons like Google. Is. So okay. that's going to be really nice in the future. But, I mean, some of the clients we have for iPhone and iPad, they support full offline working. Right now, so basically the the map syncs to your iPad. You can um, do whatever you want, and once you're online again, that'll automatically synchronize back in.
1: Yeah, uh, Yeah. I I mean, I look at my desk right now and I have my MacBook, my iPad, and my iPhone on my desk, so it's great having that functionality (laughs) to go across multiple different devices. Because I think that's the way people work today. They they may have their system at uh, the home office or the office, and then they have their iPad that they take, Mm -hmm. On the road with them so having that cross device functionality it, yeah. is um uh, is something that uh are you are, are you seeing more and more uh organizations going to across multiple devices now
0: sorry can i say that again
1: sorry are, are you seeing more businesses now adopting multiple devices and and in, in the use of mindmeister
0: yeah definitely um we i mean we, we're really reacting to the users there who've been asking for this I and mean, we get requests for other devices as well like you know, Android is hopefully coming up soon. We get requests for all kinds of, of smartphones and client devices. Um I mean the iPad is really something that, that makes a lot of sense for us. So that's, you know, on, on the iPhone we can debate whether you can really productively mind map, you know, for a long time with the screen size. But the iPad is really um great great device for this in you know, in, in meetings, just take notes in meetings or when you're, you know, travelling or something. So we really want to focus on on this device and, and make a highly usable, very stable application for that as well. And um, you know, usability has been something that we've always uh, you know put a lot of focus on. And so we really want to do the same thing for for the iPad and upcoming releases.
1: Oh, great. And like I mentioned, uh, we we use it as part of our our day to day work here at Ulftek, and also we. Uh, use it with our clients as well. When we're when we're working through our consulting, we we put mind maps together to help them understand visually how things mm-hmm. work with the flow of information that we're sharing with them. And it, it it's been a big, big ad- uh, and a strong addition to our our overall offering here. So uh, you know, kudos so, to you and your team for developing gr- such a great t- uh, product. And I also understand and appreciate in the technology business. You know, things just don't stay the same. So I think it looks like you guys are keeping on top of the the changes in technology.
0: Yeah, sure. You, you have to. You know, there's always someone knocking at the door behind you.
1: And Absolutely.
0: Are you are you using it collaboratively or not, a lot with the client, like working together at the same time brainstorming more mode, or?
1: Ah, uh, you know, it it uh, it really varies on the. Um, on the application that we're using for. sometimes we just keep notes on it and, and share it with them or, uh, sometimes we'll have it on it open at the same time and we're working on it together. So it really depends on the, uh, on the client we're working with. And it, it, it works, it works well in uh, any way that we, uh, we use the product.
0: Cool. Great. That's great to hear. You're based in, in, in Calgary, right?
1: That's correct. Yeah. Western Canada. Yeah.
0: Okay. So, so halfway I, across the globe. Yeah.
1: Tell, tell me, um, Tell me about the, the the solution so I can go on mymeister.com dot com and I can sign up for a free account today. Um yes. And that's you know there's a lot of a uh, lot of services out there offering uh, what we kind of uh, coined the freemium a uh, way yes. of getting into the product. But is it is it completely free or is there different tiers if you pay a certain dollar amount per month or annually? Get, does it unlock features or is it kind of open all the way from the beginning? Um, it's uh, it, it, as you say. It's a premium model. You know,
0: we we have bills to pay as well, of course. So um, ba- the basic account, that's the the free one, you get right away. That um, you can you can actually use all the features for one month to try them all out, and then we try to really, you know, leave all the features open so that people can work productively. Um, let's say with a with a with a within limits. So we have uh, three mind maps um, that we. That you can maintain all the time fully well, you can have more mind maps, but you'll only be able to access three at the same time with a, mm-hmm. with a free account um, you won't be able you will be able to export still to PDF, d but you won't be able to export to mind manager freemind for example and there's also things, some limitations on secure, on, on uh, encryption, so there's no SSL which on the paid, on the paid account the, all, all the communication is encrypted um, and with a few more I think like. A, Things like attachments, you know, uploading attachments obviously, you know, it still costs some disk space, for us. so so it generates real costs. So that's in the premium account as well. And oh, so the yeah, the premium account is the first tier that you get. That's I think right now it's uh, fifty nine dollars a year, um, and you can uh, and you can use as many miners as you want. And then there's team account, a business account, so you can uh, get a team of five people on there, and you get discounts for more people, and then you have things like, uh, you know, team statistics, reports, branding, um, you know, a custom login page. Um, actually, a few more things, again, coming up, of I'm not sure if you guys are using the, the business edition or the, the individual one, but we'll, we'll be delivering some more branding opportunities, so you can really... Apply your corporate identity color scheme and so make it look like you know your own your own tool. Is
1: this product, uh, Michael, something that um, a larger enterprise can take and you know run it internally, or is it 100% hosted on your platform?
0: Yeah, I mean we have that. We have an enterprise edition. We have a. We call it the Enterprise Edition. It's a an in house deployable version. So it actually runs on VMware. So we have the whole environment completely set up on a VMware image and you just need to deploy it in your VMware environment and it'll it'll run in house. We we've done this a couple of times. We've got a couple of larger customers who, who you know really needed to have that. Who said, Okay, there's no way without policy we can't use any um SAS software and especially for, you know, our ideas and our plans. So we had to do those in-house deployments. I'll be honest with you. um, We're not totally happy with, with doing that a lot because it just really generates a lot of support effort every time you do that. Of course, you, you know, you have to, of course, you have to update those those um, installations all the time. You know, they, they have their own specific integration problems all, all the time, and um, it just... It, it needs to really be worth it so we can do it. So, I mean, we get a lot of requests for people. To say, look, I, I'd like to manage my, I don't know, 15-people team, but we want an in-house installation. And, you know, we have those limits on uh, 100 people plus for an in-house deployment, because only then it really, um, you know, makes sense worth the effort. Uh, I mean, we've heard from, uh, I'm sure, you know, salesforce.com is, the, the big name in all SaaS discussions, of course, Software yes. as a Service pioneer, and they make hundreds of millions of, of, of dollars. And um, they never did any in-house installations. I actually, spoke to a guy and recently. They 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 got money thrown at them for doing in-house installations. They always said no. And it's actually a quite a, <laughs> and you know, an intelligent, consistent line to follow
1: if you do that. So, Michael, I, I've been—I was in the IT uh, technology community for for 15 years. As I ran my own consulting company prior to joining mm-hmm. up with and moving into the marketing world. So, the big discussion right now—and I just came from the CompTIA Breakaway. I'm not sure if you're familiar with the organization CompTIA, but I was down at their conference in San Antonio, mm-hmm. Texas, a few weeks ago. And a lot of discussion about cloud computing. Uh, and you know, depending on which which side of the the fence you're on. Some people see it as a blessing what and what do you what you're what you guys are doing is a way to uh lessen the cost of overall technology for small business and, and business in general. But there are some yeah. out there that see it as a threat to uh, you know, sales uh, licensing costs, uh hardware platforms and you know, losing revenue. What do you guys stand? Mm-hmm. Do you guys uh, I mean obviously as a software as a service organization or, or true cloud computing, I I would assume you guys are more uh on the cloud computing side, but do you see I mean, I think are you guys part of this whole fundamental shift to uh, moving applications out to the internet, and really doesn't matter where they're hosted at?
0: Yes, definitely. I mean, we are we are cloud computing fans and 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 uh, advocates in in every sense. I mean, I think it's a it's a movement. It, it, it's going there. Software is definitely moving a direction. It's going to be in a couple of years, or I don't know, a decade or so. There won't be much other software left. We believe. It's it's the logical conclusion of the, the, the internet and the development of the internet in the connected world that you will have software that you can access anywhere, any anytime you want, without, you know, independent from the device that you're working on, and that you will only pay for what you use. I mean, um it's in the end the best thing for the user and um you know, the user decides and uh Fortunately, most of the, the big players in the market have seen that and um, are moving in that direction. I think it's just the, the benefits are just so so huge of that. And if the software license models will have to change, then so be it. I mean, I think you will have probably, as a as a current company, will have less uh, revenues, but you will have, even have a much lower cost of sale, you know, uh, we basically have to make sure that our one server runs smoothly, is up-to-date all the time, so all the features we roll out are immediately available to all the users, and it's an installation that's 99.95% up, you know, guaranteed, and that's again, another great benefit for the user. And we don't have to worry about 10,000, 100,000 of local installations.
1: You know. Oh, yeah, totally. I totally can appreciate that. You know, one of the uh, pushbacks we hear from a lot of business owners uh michael around uh you know around cloud computing in general is mm-hmm. around the confidentiality or the security of their of their data how do you, how does uh mymeister or your organization uh talk about that type uh topic when it's uh, when somebody comes say you know what michael i need i need confirmation whatever i put into your software program uh is uh is secure
0: yeah. I mean that of course is always a big issue because, you know, people are, are afraid and IT managers or IT admins are especially afraid. I mean we have we've put up a special page about security and, and all the the security criteria and and um certifications that we adhere to. So we've picked a tier three hosting center in Germany, one of the few ones that the tier three security hosted center for running a man master server, so they there's a there's a list of what he's been <laughs> I don't know exactly, um, but it's one of the most secure ones. Uh, the servers are you know backed up and secured, and no one gets in. And even our own admins don't have access to the maps. Um, we have uh, encryption of all the the, the 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 transferred data, and so we we really try and do everything we can to guarantee the highest security, even higher security on our service than people would have, you know, in in the local machines. I mean, to to be, to be fair, if you look at how many laptops are stolen and how much intellectual property gets lost or in the wrong hands that way, having something not on your laptop in the cloud is actually much safer because, you know, those those data centers are are safer. But of course, you know, people are used to, you know, having it in-house in their own environment. And, so we, we, we're constantly looking at certification stamps that you can get. You know, there are some companies out there that do certifications, but in the end of the day, they are all really, really expensive, and they don't certify much more than, than, than we do anyway. So I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. always hoping for input you know, of listeners who are there, whoever, you know about that topic because it's a really interesting one in you know, a security yeah. in the cloud.
1: And you know, I totally agree with you, Michael. That uh, there, I think your computer at home and uh, your laptop is more at risk than uh, your information sitting on a, in a secure facility like where you guys would host it. Uh, is there's more of a risk uh, in your own personal networks? I, I mean, I, I've I've lost count how many personal networks or business networks I go into are protected by a by a sub $100 uh, firewall appliance, and, and businesses think yeah. they're secure. My last question before I allow you to, um, you know, go in and kind of give us a, a quick sum up about uh, MindMeisters around interoperability, um, working with other uh, SaaS or cloud-based solutions. You mentioned Google Apps with Google Gears. Is there, what other plans do you have, or other uh, interoperability uh, technologies are available through MindMeister? So if I say if I say if I had a Microsoft Live Web Apps account where I had instead of using Google Docs, I was using Microsoft's. Um, hosted uh, Word and Excel. Is there is there plans or are you currently working with those technologies or uh, what other technologies are available?
0: Um, there's uh, quite a few integrations that we've done so far. So we've integrated with Google, I think the right term would be Google um, Apps in this sense. There's the Google Apps. It's called the App Store, I think, the which is um, their, their business solution. And you can get you can install the MindMeister service onto your Google Apps account right there. So we're in the in the marketplace, and you can just add it to your Google Apps account. You will, in addition to Google Docs and spreadsheets and mail and whatever, have also the little MindMeister icon there with full full authentication integration, single sign-on. You can share maps immediately with all your team members. So that's been launched, uh, I think, half a year ago, in March something, and that's really going well. So we get a lot of a lot of um customers users from there. We've done a couple of other integrations. There's a large social network in Europe that's called Ging. I'm not sure if you've heard of it. No. So we're integrated there with Open Social. We're looking at LinkedIn integration. Um, at the same time we are we we were integrated in Google Wave, but this has been, you know, also oh, been announced to be discontinued. So there's still a mindmeister gadget you can get there. Um, there's a few other things that we're working on right now. Um, Salesforce.com, probably to mention, um, SAP are rolling out a, a collaboration solution that we will be available in. And the last one you mentioned is is Microsoft, right? Yes. Um, Microsoft. Um, what we're looking at is SharePoint server there to to have an integration of MindMaster into SharePoint portal. Oh That's, great. Um, I haven't really seen you know a lot of APIs for Microsoft for Office Live. Not sure if there are any, but but we look at that certainly because um, our philosophy is certainly to make MindMeister available into as many in as many packages as there are out there without having people to come to our website necessarily directly. Mm-hmm. You know because it's you know consolidation is happening. <laughs> people want one-stop shops and um, with all those. Great web APIs. It's actually pretty pretty easy to do.
1: Great, you know, Michael, like I said, we're one of your we're one of your biggest fans here. We 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 teach uh, the importance of having a solution like yours. Uh, we we write about it, We blog about it, quite a bit. So you know, hats off to you and the team there for making a, a great um, you know cloud-based technology or internet-based application that uh, you know has a very low barrier to entry that most people can get into uh, you know in a matter of minutes versus uh, you know. Other complicated technologies that exist today. So, my uh, hats off to you guys and the team there. Oh,
0: great, thank you. Thank you. Glad, glad to have users like you. You know, who who use it, who are happy with it, and who also evangelize it. You know. Oh <laughs> uh, no worries. Mm. So,
1: Michael, give us, uh, we, have a, we, have, we only have a few minutes left. Give us a quick, uh, you know, rundown of how they, uh, a, a business owner or uh, a user, an entrepreneur, can get um, on MyMeister. Uh, you know, can you give just walk through the basic process of how to set up an account?
0: Sure, no problem. I mean, you basically you you mentioned the URL before. It's actually so we get sometimes weird questions about the name. It's uh, <laughs> people would usually find us mindmeister, M-E-I-S-T-E-R.com. and you see a big sign-up button there. You just click it, and you can either just create a basic account, like I mentioned before. This is actually the default option. We only need your name, email address. You know, typical sign-up. Uh, there's a little bit of a email a confirmation email sent that you have to click the link on, and it takes you right into MindMeister. So you have your first mind map right there, um, and you have a big button to create additional ones. So all you need really is a web browser for that. That's for web. Uh, we do recommend you know things like Firefox, Safari. Or also, all works with IE Internet Explorer. Actually, the newer Internet Explorers work quite well, but you know, IE6. Maybe not so good anymore. So yeah. <laughs> and yeah, you then can start mind map. You start creating your first mind map. You can import existing mind maps if you have them. You can even import just a text file if you have like a. If you used to work with lists before, just import a text file. It will convert it into a mind map with all the indents and so on. Um, or you can just start creating your your mind maps. You can start creating a structure as well. So we have a folder. Concept. So, if you're a business, you might want to start create a sort like sales, marketing, you know, and then put in your mind maps, roadmap, whatever you want. There, we actually have a a about I don't know about 60,000 public maps as well. If you click on the browse maps button, you will find lots of lots of public maps that you can copy as well so you can search the, the the public maps library you can click any mind map and then click on a button that's called um clone on top it's called clone and if you clone that public map to your personal account so if you find nice templates that you like uh helps you get started quicker okay, um perfect. otherwise what you would do what you would do is you basically just create a mind map and share it with a the person there's a big share look blue, blue share button at the bottom. You just need to enter the email address of whoever you want to share it with. They'll get a quick email with a link to the mind map. And if they don't have an account, that link will take them directly to the the sign up. And um, yeah, they'll have, only you and them will then have access to the mind map. You can read access, write access, whatever you want. And um, you can actually also publish mind maps. So you can make them visible to everybody. And there's an in-between thing. If you want to share your mind with many people, but you don't want them all to, to have to make to create accounts, you can make it public with a password. So it's, it's oh, public right. accessible, and, and they, the users just need a password. You send them the link, and they'll just click on it. Um, so, And then you can just start um, mapping away. It's, we try and keep the interface really very intuitive. You can... Um, use the buttons on top. You can double-click anywhere in the canvas to create new um, ideas. You can use keyboard shortcuts: tab, insert, enter, like all those um, keys that that people hope might be used, you know, from from other software tools. Mm-hmm. And that really helps to get started very quickly. If you work with keyboard shortcuts, it's actually available in the help. This really really speeds it all up.
1: Excellent. You well, can, Michael, Michael, we're out, we're yeah. all out of time. I have to We're, we're, out, of time. we're out of time. Thanks for joining okay. us today. Mindmeister.com m i n d m e i s t e r.com. Uh there's a great uh, page there with all the the benefits of the program, Michael. Thank you again uh for uh, for joining us today and we will see you guys all next week here on the or- Listic Orange Files.